When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your boy, Drew. We are Option Forward. I'm always joined by the second half of the show. GQ Nesto, how you doing today? I'm doing well, doing great. Ready to get this cracking. Ready to get it it cracking. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, we got some inspiration today. If you down today, hey, it's going to be a change the moment this man starts begins to he's always right right. always he's always right always (laughs) always always in my business (laughs) but uh ladies and gentlemen we have a a a gift a guest an honor today to be in the presence of uh mr chester gregory how you doing today sir man i am feeling great happy to be here happy to be alive and happy to talk to y'all thank you for having me so wait wait let's back it up because you know i know who you are i know what you do i know your background because you know i'm saying i had to do some research and stuff like that (laughs) all right but uh tell the listeners of viewers a little bit about yourself who is who is chess i'm just a guy from gary indiana who looked up to the jacksons being from the same hometown and found purpose in the arts in storytelling and inspiring people and so i've been doing that ever since i was a kid um did a lot of broadway shows moved out here to la now to transition to do more television film and you know lately it's been falling into content creation and i'm just here to just share my journey and everything I can from my experience to help make the next person's life better in some kind of way. Nice, nice. So you you say Gary Indiana, so is uh, Michael Jackson number oh, one yeah. or top five? Who we going with? Who number was your one. first musical? Number, number one? one. Michael number Jackson one? number one. Yeah, yeah, best, yeah, yeah. Best album, favorite album. Off the Wall, by okay. far. Yeah, okay. what about you? I would say I would say the same. Off the Wall, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that or, I don't know. No, no, off the wall. Off That's the wall, yeah. you have to off go. The wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna go with that. Sure, thriller sold more copies, but right. like off the wall is just a masterpiece. Yeah, but see, I would. But thriller was something special to me, though, man. Different eras, yeah, different eras. Like, I was yeah. like, oh man, now, man, this ain't about what I like. Okay, so <laughs> uh, other than Mike, you know what I'm saying, greatest of all time. Um, who are some other musical inspirations that you have? Musical inspirations, okay, definitely Prince. Okay. I was, you know, I was watching Prince when I was in elementary school, looking at uh, Purple Rain and looking at things I should not have been looking oh, at class. in the fifth grade. Yeah, yeah. And was like, oh, okay, that's that's, that's how you do it. All right, all right. You know, thank, thank you, Prince. <laughs> thank you, Prince. All right. I think I, I think I know how to do my first kiss now. Thank you. Um, who else? Prince, of course, Stevie Wonder. Um, but I'm also a huge fan of hip hop. So Jay okay. Dilla is one of my favorites what? and an artist um, by the name of Georgia Ann Muldrow. Now, never, oh, never heard. You're going to have to put us on game. What? I got you. I okay. got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Georgia Ann Muldrow. She is a producer, singer, songwriter, MC, multi-instrumentalist. Um, I just cut her own or Dilla anytime I, you know, want to get a vibe going. I just wow. I love to support a lot of independent artists and stuff too. Another artist I like a lot is uh, Brick Liam is another one, okay, and Mickey Miller. 
Yeah. All time so great. Hip, hip to yeah. some stuff, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 put me on game. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> down, definitely down with that. What would you say? What, what was first album you ever purchased? Hmm. First album ever purchased. I feel like this is coming to mind, but I know I had to purchase something before then, but Ice T's Power. What <laughs> is the first? Wow. <laughs> you just had to. Yeah. I went there. I went there, yeah. Because I used to tell people like New Edition was my first concert, but when I look back, I was like, wait, it might have actually been Ice T. Yeah, with a song called Let's Get Butt Naked and mm. Again, stuff I shouldn't have been listening to in elementary school, but there you have it. Okay. And where where did the spark uh was brought up in church? Um, how did you know that like music entertainment was like, yo, this is what I want to pursue? So it started with, you know, my mom. My family was very encouraging of me pursuing the arts. Um, so my mom always took me to Broadway tours and stuff when they would come to the Chicagoland area. And sometimes she would just <laughs> bring me, she, my mom is a teacher, so okay. oftentimes she would bring me to her class and be like, hey, so, um, but she would do artistic projects in her class. And she'd be like, okay, choreograph this, make up something. And I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, you can do it, go. You know, I'm like, uh, okay, you know what I mean? <laughs> so. Uh, both my mom and dad were just very supportive in me pursuing the arts. And when I discovered a love for it and knew that that's what I wanted to do for a living, um, they just continued to support me. And my mom did not lie to me. So when she heard me sing, you know, she was like, okay, well, we need to put you in voice lessons. Like, <laughs> you know I mean? So I was like, okay, you know, and so that was all very, very helpful. And then before I got a lot of no's, I got a lot of people who, well, there was a few people that were instrumental instrumental in me getting my ground. So it was like um, this girl I went to school with, she was in the fifth grade like me, and I did a Michael Jackson Thriller dance, and nobody knew I knew the routine or anything like that. It was just like, I used to rehearse it in my basement for like a year, and then- You were just waiting day, for that moment, huh? I was waiting for that moment, didn't even know. Like I was just having fun in the basement being the only child, and then they played it at the, at the school, like it was a wrap up of the school year or whatever, and they played Thriller. And I just hopped up and did the routine, and her name was Janet Allen. She was like, well, you gonna make it. And I was like, okay, yeah. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna hold you to that. And then I auditioned for a performing arts high school and got a no three times before I was accepted. Wow. But I always held to like, you know, one of those first moments where Janet, who was no older than me, didn't know any more than I did, but, but that moment helped me keep my ground and my footing to have a yes before all the no's came something to sustain so yeah and what is i know that creates like a because you know we talking about back in the day yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> how are you dealing with those no's now what are you doing to overcome that obstacle i know you're not getting as many no's now as you were back then you know what i'm saying so because that's that's mm -hmm. i think that's that's hard for anyone to mm -hmm. deal with when you put a hundred percent effort into something and then someone says, you're not the right look, or you're not actually, like, how, how, how do you manage that? So what's interesting is um, the majority of my life, I dealt with self-doubt. And so even though I would be an extroverted performing artist and portray these roles of these extroverts, I, myself, I'm an introvert, and I'm very... Um, I, I just had self-doubt to the point where it was crippling 
all the way up into like a couple of years ago, up until 2019, 2020 was when I started to uh, throw away all ideas of myself and just really like leaning into trusting my intuition and stuff like that. And so part of what helped with that is like me owning whatever I'm feeling in that moment. And so it's like, okay, I think self-doubt is actually a part of the process as artists, right? You need, what what they say, <laughs> being an artist somewhere between like self-doubt and like absolute narcissism <laughs> where like, I can do it all, right, you know right, what I mean? It's right. like, so right. the art lies in there, right? right. It's like, there's another saying where it's like, less of me and more of God. And so I don't think about, so when I find those moments being overly concerned about self-doubt and all this other kind of stuff, that's that's ego. And thinking about what I wanna do as opposed to what is a service I'm here for. And so when you think about the service that you're offering to people, then that takes it off of what am I gonna look like or what, what should I do? And then it's like, okay, here's something that is gonna help me in my own healing and I trust that it's going to resonate with who it's supposed to and then from that you let go of the outcome and then in that process of letting go of the outcome you come out of an asking state because I think like one of the worst states you can be in is like to present something artistic or whatever or creative and say okay do you like this I hope you you know what I mean as opposed to here it is and it's going to vibe with who it's going to vibe with and not and so when I when I started leaning more into that process uh, and then helped me to let go of self-doubt and to really offer a service to people to add joy to their life. And I could see that because like his videos, like (laughs) they're, dude, hey, I ain't gonna lie. Like they they talk to me and it's kind of like, I feel like it's the energy, it's the aura that you project through it because it's like, you're very certain on what you're saying. Right. Mm-hmm. And 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 then obviously there's, you know, obviously uh, information behind it. So it just makes it a little bit more intense. And you're like, damn, he's right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I could scroll past you, but then I have to bring it back because I was like, wait, 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 what did you say again? Hold on. Hold on. Let me let me hear that again. So it's like it's very impacting um, to, to see your message. And one thing I got to ask you is, is like, I see there's a lot of passion. So where is all that coming from? Like where, where did it start for you to just be able to, to, um, transfer that energy, especially, you know, via social media platforms or just the way you, you carry yourself. So where, where does that, you know, where, when was that developed? So I want to say like this most recent journey of trusting my intuition and leaning all the way into it started in 2019. 2019, so what people experienced in 2020, I went through in 2019. It was one of the hardest years of my life. Um, I, The world around me was just crumbling. I lost my voice. Um, bank account was, <laughs> stayed in the red. I had a bunch of gigs that got canceled. Um, my son was graduating high school and I had expenses that I needed to pay for him, but I ain't had no money coming in because a lot of gigs got canceled and I also didn't have a voice. So it was like, okay, what am I gonna do? So during that process of like losing everything, it kind of mirrored another point in my life in 2013 when I felt like I lost everything. And it was kind of like the moment in the movie Life of Pi. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie when everything is just stripped away from me and just got this little notebook. <laughs> and then yeah. the wind comes, it takes the notebook away and it's like, Okay, God, like, ugh, like, what do you want? You took everything. 
And that's what it's about. It's like surrendering to that moment. There's yeah. power in surrender. And so right before everything changed, I said, okay, I might not ever be able to sing again. Now what? What was I getting out of singing, out of using my voice to act, to sing, whatever it was? What, what was the why behind that? And so I was like, okay, my why was to inspire people, was to you know, um, help share things from my journey that helps other people. Okay, well, I can do that without singing. And so I accepted in that moment that I might not ever sing again. And then ironically, something happened. That's when my healing came. And I was like, wait a minute, let me think about how I would, what I would say if I was outside of this position, if I would help somebody else. And I was that person to myself and watched um, some like videos about, well, there was a film called Heal. And it talks about how these people have healed themselves of cancer through their mental state. Uh, there's another thing that talks about the, um, what's the placebo effect, right? Okay. You are the placebo. So it's like, <laughs> you believe you're better. Oftentimes, that's all it takes, that belief. Your body becomes that belief. So I say, okay, I've accepted that this may not ever happen, but, but I'm accepting it and I'm going to live in my purpose regardless. From then, like right in that moment, some ideas came to me where I started doing uh, chakra affirmations. I was like, okay, let me start with the throat chakra. And so I did that. And then from then, I started being able to, to, for the first time, visualize my healing. And so my voice had a polyp on it. The doctor said, oh, we need surgery, all of this stuff. And then, um, but I was like, no, 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 no. And the moment I surrendered and said, okay, I'm broken. I, I need healing, but I'm damaged right now. And the minute I accepted that, I could then see and then visualize my healing. And then four days later, my voice was, was restored fully after being gone for eight weeks. Wow. So that was 2019. <laughs> then from there, I started to, um, a friend of mine really kind of helped save my life and change the trajectory of my life. Um, my friend Hess, he called me and he was like, hey man, there's this leadership class, I want you to try. And I was like, what? I'm like, <laughs> I don't like how this sounds. Sound a little cultish. What you talking right, about? Right, he was like, right, right. no, no, no. It's you know, Transamerica. Like, right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what? I'm like, okay. What you talking about? And he was like, well, no, you know. So anyway, long story short, with that, I found out because I was like, okay, do you get a commission from me joining this class and all this right, stuff? Because right, right. he was like, no, I even pay for that. He's right. like, no, I'll get no commission, no nothing. I just think it'll be, you it'll know, it'll be, it'd be helpful you. to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, you know. Um, so how he got me is he was like, okay, I'll pay for half of it and you only have to pay like the remaining like 125. Can you come up with like 125 in like two weeks? And I was like, okay. And I was like, okay, he's a Capricorn and he offered to pay for something, you know, like, he's I'm cheap, like, okay, like, he had to throw it, right, he had to let him know. Right, right. I think Capricorns are really particular with money, but I think Capricorns are also altruistic and so me seeing that, I was like, okay, let me let me give this a shot. Yeah. And I did, and it was a week long of us like really looking at ourselves, looking at and we did a lot of games, a lot of imagery and stuff like that. And Hess told me before I started the class, it was like a lot of things you're gonna instinctually wanna say, but you're not because you're afraid to. And what you're gonna learn is that everybody's kind of thinking the same thing. And so by the end of that week, I saw that, you know through a lot of exercises and stuff we played and we learned some techniques to like frame our days and stuff like that. And from then is when I like just 
put some things up that are on my wall to this day that say, whenever I'm in a situation or whatever, I ask myself, you know, what is the lesson or what is the lesson I can gain from this? And in that way, you reframe the situation to then say, okay, this could be useful in some kind of way. And then the second thing I say, which works like a charm, is I say, I am expecting the best possible outcome. And in that, you just relieve yourself of any responsibility of trying to make something out of it and just trust that God, the universe, whatever, whatever you believe in, is going to then manifest that and make it into something that is useful for you to help you get along where you want to go. So um, got those techniques and stuff, started to implement that program right when 2020 hit. So when 2020 hit, I'm an introvert, everybody's in the house. I'm like, yay, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, now what can I do? How can I make this even, you know? Um, beneficial. Yeah, yeah, more beneficial and how can I continue to grow? Um, so I started like getting online a little bit more and stuff like that and doing lives as everybody was and you know, at the beginning of 2020. So by 2021, um, I said, okay, let me take this up a notch and really challenge myself. Because before then, I would post things like, you know, once every couple of months or so or something like that and have all these hopes of like, okay, hope everybody hope sees this picture. Yeah, yeah, and all this stuff. Um, and so then um, in March of last year, I said, okay, let me try something. I'm trying to experiment. And I called it March to Wellness. And so I did check-ins every single day. And I was like, okay, I'm going to ask y'all every day, how you doing? Let me know how you doing. Let's talk about it. And so I would miss a couple of days and then like be like, oh, well, here we are with episodes 17 and 18. Let right. me know how you're doing. <laughs> right. And then so um, a friend of mine, Tony, uh, talked to me and he was like, um, so I've been watching your March to Wellness. And he said something that really hit home to me and it cha helped change everything again for me. And he was like, look, you said you were going to post every day and then you stopped posting every day. And then you tried to do like little catch up episodes and stuff like that. And he was like, when you did that, when you do that, that makes me feel like I can't trust you. And I was like, huh? I was like, you know, I started huffing and puffing. Like, what are you talking about? You can't trust me. Right. That's the whole point. I'm being transparent with the process of like, I missed two days. So here's that, you know what I mean? Like, right. but I'm like, hmm. So I never thought about it as like trust before. So I said, okay. So then after that, you know, after I was done huffing and puffing, I came up with an idea to finish out the rest of the month which is like seven days left, seven chakras. So I was like, okay, we'll do the affirmations for that. So finish that. And then like, I started seeing comments from people. Oh, I love coming to this every day. It helped me like, you know. And so from that, I was like, okay, now let me, let's see what else I can do. What's something people always like talk about me or tease me for or whatever. And I realized it was Zodiacs. And a year ago today was actually my first Zodiac no video of me saying, okay, well, forget it. I'm just going to see what happens. And so I did this like skit of like um, how people apologize. And then I just inserted the Zodiacs and I was like, ooh, I didn't really think about all of them. So I kind of like made it kind of fit for all of them. Can, can we can we get like like in in one word describe all the all the all the signs with one word because I, I feel like you would have the perfect word for every sign. No, but just before, in one. No, no, but no, but before you go into that, where does all this information come from? 
how you be up in everybody business like <laughs> I'm that? I'm just saying, he knows. I'm just saying, like, he dude, knows. Like, you know, I, I just shot you a couple messages like, <laughs> you hey, did. Man, you did. I was like, whoa. I don't, what's really, that? I don't really appreciate how you're talking about my fellow cancers and myself <laughs> right now, man. <laughs> like, where does right. this information come from, man? Like, is this a natural gift that you have? So, so, so again, it was something people like used to tease me for. So it wasn't my first Zodiac video. Like I've done like a few like Zodiac videos throughout the years, like ever since I had a social media account. But then also my friends and conversations, stuff like that, we, I'd always talk about Zodiacs and stuff too. I'm not an official astrologer or anything like that. Like it's just me hearing my mom talk about it and me being observant like with my friends. And then I use the signs as a way to relate and understand people as, a, as opposed to a way of like putting them in a box or something like that. So I was like, um, so it just came from a long time, a ex long experience of me just watching my friends and family very closely and saying, oh, I see that pattern. Oh, I see that pattern. With hey, you. you were missing. Hey, you were missing. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. you had it to the dot. You know what I mean? You were observing report. I saw that. Like it's 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 pretty honestly. Like I mean, I'm not a big fan of. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of it until you started like reading those books, and then you start maybe not really trying to believe in it because you just feel like no, it can't be very true. But then you see the similarities, and then you stop observing other people, and then it just becomes some sort of obsession in your head that you're just like, wait, I can't trust you. Yeah, you know, like you, you're. You're you're a Gemini. You got double personalities. You know what I mean? You're this. Like you start, you know, you start making your assumptions. But I mean, uh, what do you think? I mean, half of it is true, or do you think it's like partially? I find it interesting that people born at similar times of year of the year uh, can have similar traits, right? So, I mean, there's a lot of factors to it. You know, our environment. There's a lot of part that's uh, that's just genetic. Um, like what, with 50-50 of our, each parent, we're putting the shake and bake and then boom, there you are, right? But then <laughs> I also think that time of year also is interesting. Not, though not applicable to everybody, but I have seen certain patterns that that I just find interesting. That's give all. Us so an example. Like give, give us an example of that. Like a pattern that, that you see like I mean, well, <laughs> um, you know, so, I mean, okay, so Taurus is coming to mind because when I was talking about the other video earlier, like, what was interesting, okay, so, okay, this is tied all in. So when I did the very, very first video about how signs apologize, and I included Taurus in a part that wasn't authentic to Taurus. And I kind of knew that, but I was like, let me just throw these in here and see, right? <laughs> like clockwork, all of the, well, like, a lot of Tauruses commented under the thing, you know, like, we don't, we don't ask for an apology. We just cut you off. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, and so after seeing like the 10th Taurus say that, I was like, okay, I get it, y'all. I get it. So I was like, okay. So I did a whole nother video. It was like, <laughs> so how the interviews happen is somebody sent me a message on TikTok and was like, you should actually interview each sign. And then I was like, okay, cool. So then when I got to Taurus, I was like, okay, Taurus, you know, we don't ask for an apology, we just cut you off and we loyal and all that kind of stuff, right? So a close friend of mine, Rita, she is a Taurus and so she will cut somebody off if they piss her off, you know what I mean? And like, you know, and she loves to eat. Like we talk about food and all this stuff, naps, all those things. And so like all the Tauruses I know 
are stubborn. They love food. They love naps. Um, they're hard workers. They're super aggressive. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just a combination of that stuff. But we don't want to let you off the hook with these one word descriptions of the signs. You, you, can, you willing to accept that challenge? You, can, you think you can do it? Sure. Um, I did, Ooh, I did a video. Door. I wish I could remember what I said on it. Uh, all right, here we go. And sometimes some of them may be more than one word. Okay. 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 All right, here we go. Capricorn, productivity. Aquarius. <laughs> Aloof comes to mind. I know my Aquarius ain't going to like this, but my like Aquarius is like one of my favorite signs and it's it's also my moon. But Aquarius is like they're aloof. It is. Uh okay. Pisces, artistic, of course. Um Aries. <laughs> we got an Aries in the back. Uh, I'ma let Aries off the hook and just say fiery. But wow. Aries is also the god of war. Aries ain't Aries is always impatient. Aries gets stuff done though. So we'll, we'll go with fiery, which is a fire sign. That was an easy out. Okay. Aries, um, Taurus. Easy, stubborn. But I don't want to, I mean, <laughs> it's almost stereotypical now to say stubborn for Taurus. So I'll say competitive. Um, yeah, Taurus are, Taurus are very competitive. Okay, Taurus, Gemini. This is one where I definitely included in the video before. Gemini, multifaceted. Mm. Not multi-faced, not right, two-faced. Right. Multifaceted, Gemini. Cancer, consistent. Now be careful now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Cancers are about consistency. Um, all right, moving on along. Leo, regal. You'll never find a Leo that will not like attention. They will all like your attention. But even the ones that claim, like you know, some people commented with Leo's like, I don't want no attention. Like, yeah, you do. That's why you're seeing something right there on the, on the post. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Virgo, precision. A friend of mine just posted a video and was like, yeah, perfection isn't possible, blah, 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 which I agree with. Perfection is not possible. But I was like, good luck running that past a Virgo though. Virgos are all about perfection. Anyway. All right, so Libra. Considerate comes to mind. I didn't want to go with indecisive or anything like that. Like, well, that's what things, but a Libra is, in my experience, is always considering multiple possibilities, multiple options, considering what would be the most balanced, right? And they're sometimes considering themselves last which is what I call the Libra burnout, which is why they all of a sudden be on a thousand. I'm like, wait, wait, you didn't, you know, like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so never come for a Libra because they always are considering you. And so to not consider a Libra is, you're gonna get a surprise, you know? Mm. Anyway, Scorpio. Um, there's a few words that come to mind, right? Scorpio's secretive. Um, Mysterious, we can go with, right? Um, but I'll go with passionate for Scorpio. And then Sagittarius, the most. That's two words, though, the most. I'm a Sag, Sag is to be doing the most. Sag is to be getting on my nerves 
because Sagittarius be doing the most. But I get it because I be doing the most sometimes too, and I be getting on my own nerves. But so, but also Sagittarius are more so like freedom oriented, and so like I think a, what I enjoy about being a Sagittarian is that I can take a situation or you know I can improvise in the moment and create something that'll change you know an outcome that may look like a threat so yeah I could see that because because Sagittarius they like to be uh, detached from the emotion you know I mean you guys are very emotional but mm -hmm. you guys don't want to get into that gooey stuff so I could see <laughs> I could see the the train of thought being more I want to say assertive mm -hmm. in a mm -hmm. sense, yeah. you know, so yeah. that's why you're able to control difficult situations and be able to be the, uh, uh, you know, the wise, you know, the wise opinion in mm -hmm. a, in a difficult situation. Cause you know, there's no emotions involved, you know, it's more <laughs> like, let me find the solution. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I credit my Aquarius moon for being able to detach and observe and look at situations or whatever. Cause like shine the light on it, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like, if I'm like upset, I'll oftentimes just be like, yeah, so I'm furious right now. And so I just want you to know, like you'll get the inflections, yeah. but like, it's like, but so I credit that I see, I see Sag as being like extremely off the cuff, like unhinged, just like, like, whoa, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> but Sag, I think is one of, I saw something that said about Sag and I found it to be true, where Sag is like a child and a like wise person at the same time. And so like Sag, I think Sagittarians will have these like wise moments and this wisdom. And then on the other end, just be very childlike and sometimes can be even reckless. It's like, sometimes. it's like you're a general with a Build-A-Bear. You know what I mean? Like you're 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 strong, you're you're a leader, but then at the same time it's like let me put this little bear right here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's a way of uh kind of coping with the with the whole not so invasive, you know, emotions, you know? Mm -hmm. I get that. I feel it. <laughs> now I this dude build a bear workshop. All right. <laughs> so I recall like speaking to you and you know, obviously you you are like, I would say, the example of trust in the process, right? Mm. Through all the obstacles, the challenges, the ups and the downs of your career, you um, communicated to me that, or spoke to me that you're in a perfect position in your life where you feel like fulfillment. Mm -hmm. um, explain that, explain that to me, like, how, not saying that you were like depressed and out of it years ago, but what's so important about this moment that you are in right right now with what you're doing and what you're putting out there for the world to see? I've definitely been depressed a lot. That's a whole nother can of worms. But like, um, I think, so in 2019, another thing happened where I started to feel disconnected and I've started to feel disconnected from God, the universe, consciousness, whatever you want to call it, right? And so I was silently praying to myself to be like reconnected in the way that I had once felt. Um, and so through the process of losing everything and then rebuilding brick by brick, I then was able to um, rebuild in a way that kept me feeling connected. And so now I don't think that things are 
perfect or anything like that. I do feel connected to to source, and I do feel like what I'm doing on the daily, I get a chance to create something, you know, at least several times a week that I feel is going to add value to somebody's life in some kind of way, and I get to do it the way I want to, which is another Sagittarius thing. Sagittarius like to do something. But anyway, yeah. So, like, so I think that is um, what has been like working in my favor, and. I've allowed myself to say no. Like I've had to let go of, you know, some like moving from New York to LA and just letting go of, you know, some friendships and things like that and letting go of things that aren't where I'm going, you know what I mean? And so yeah. like a lot of times I have had a tendency to be loyal to people who didn't deserve it, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And so it's like, okay, so what am I loyal to? So it's like you know, so it's just everything has to be reciprocal in some kind of way. And so that helps keep me fed and not have me drained so that I can stay focused on what I need to do to, to be creative, to then offer a service, to then feel like I'm adding value and then, you know, continue to walk in a way that I feel is connected. So. I don't know if that answers. No, no, that's no, deep. No, that's yeah. deep. I'm, 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 I'm still processing, chewing <laughs> <laughs> bit by bit. <laughs> but um, also, like, <clears throat> we all see the the end result. We see what you allow us to see with whatever you post and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. But there's a process to even getting to that. So, who's your team? Who are we giving daps and props to today? Who's responsible, you know what I'm saying, for you to do the, to enable the enablers, you know what I'm saying, those positive enablers that you have in your life to allow you to do what you're doing today? Are you all, are you doing everything solo? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, success is never solo, you know what I mean? And so my team is like my cypher like to call it of like yeah. my friends, my yeah. close friends that, bars. that show me, <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. My team that, my, my circle of trust, my cycle of trust, my people who tell me the truth, right? The majority of my friends are jerks. <laughs> so they hate most things, right? <laughs> so, so I know when they tell me something that they like that I did, because they're a jerk and I know they're gonna tell me the truth, I know it's earned. So I'm like, thank you, because I know you're not just saying that. You're not you're not being nice about it. You know what I mean? They're like, not I, petting you. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah, actually yeah. keeping it raw. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So definitely like my cipher is uh, you know, my my close friends and you know, friends and family who have been supportive throughout the ups and downs and all of this stuff. Um so definitely those people and then I have, you know, the people that are part of my cipher that I also do business with who, you know, been helping me with uh, the bookings and, you know, the emails. I'm terrible at emails and all of that stuff. So I have people that, that help me with that. And um, and then I'm starting to work to get like, you know, brand deals and stuff like that with food that I like. Food? <laughs> I think I might be part tourist because I love food. I love to eat. Like that's, that's they're like, what do you, what do you do to enjoy yourself? Food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Food. go eat somewhere and watch a bad movie. I, I, I recently saw a bad movie that just brought me so much joy, but that's off the subject. Anyway, so, um, yeah. 
That's dope. That's like, like honestly, that's really, it, it's kind of like you said, you found your niche and and I think that that's what we all looking for. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Because after that, once you find that, the rest doesn't really matter, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's more of like you're content not to stay in one place, but you're content with the direction that you're going. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And willing to say it, see it play out because I think that's the hardest part. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like fear, uh, anxiety, all these things kick in. And sometimes we miss out on opportunities because we can't follow through. And I mm -hmm. think that, that, I mean, um, you, you, I could definitely give credit to the Sagittarius of you, you know, because <laughs> like, I mean, Scorpios, like we're very passionate, you know what I mean? We'll quit, you know what I mean? We're like, no, this doesn't, this seems like bullshit. And sometimes <laughs> you just have to see it through, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? You have to, um, uh, we, we talked in the previous episodes, like you gotta, you gotta be able to take your L's with pride and honor. Because mm -hmm. those L's are what's going to make you grow and they're going to make you um, uh, look at it from a different perspective that's going to be beneficial for your progress, for your forward momentum. So that's that's pretty cool. Honestly, that's very admirable and definitely like it's cool to hear your story in, in that aspect because it's it's like it's not very common. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like especially in such a short period of time that you're like 2019, you know, like you're like, you know, I'm ready to jump off a bridge. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. then here comes 2022 and you're like, this is it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. let me live it. Let me, let me observe everything positive that's going on. And I think that that's, um, that's just, uh, I mean, I think I want to get to that point. You know what I mean? Where you, mm -hmm. where you observe everything and you take it in and you enjoy it because, um, you know, life is not forever, you know? No. Right. It, it definitely I, isn't. I think one of the greatest lies that we've been told is that we have to find anything about ourselves you never have to find yourself at least that's what you know i'm learning and processing is that um if you look at kids mm -hmm. they even even before they're able to speak they know exactly who they are you can put two kids who don't know each other in front of each other and they may be speaking gibberish but they understand each other on a different level um, and so I'll, I've always found that interesting. I think telepathy is a um, is a sense that we kind of downplay, right? A lot of times um, people share that with their pets, you know, and or even with strangers where it's like, you thought something. Did you think about blah, blah, blah? I felt that, right? And so like sometimes it happens with, with, with teachers and students where it's right. like, you just thought of something dark. Is there, you know what I mean? So it's like, anyway, so you think of somebody, the phone rings and it's them. I mean, and so all those kinds of things, I think, just show how deeply connected we are. And so, like, I don't think you we ever have to find ourselves. We just need to forget what other people tell us about ourselves. Like, you know, so like a child knows exactly who they are and what they want and allows that to grow and evolve until an adult says, what do you want to be? Who are you? I am who I am. What are you talking about? You know what I mean? And so, like, if I change my mind career-wise every single day for the rest of my life, that's fine because that's not who I am. And I think that was a big lesson in 2022 when a lot of people weren't able to practice what they do. Uh-oh. Well, who am I then? I identify as an 
actor, a singer, uh, you know, a, whatever, whatever the jobs also that were also taken away during that time period. I was going to say doctor. <laughs> Doctors <laughs> worked overtime. <laughs> so it's like, you're not able to do those things. Then, then who are you? And if your identity is so heavily associated in that, then that's, that's so fragile because you're not, I believe you're not those things. You're the why. And so like connecting, reconnecting with that why, you realize those things were just extensions of that expression. And so if those branches are cut, new ones can grow in other avenues. Like if you're a runner, if you're an athlete, right? And something happens to you, an accident, God forbid, and you're not able to move again, but your goal was to always inspire, then you can do that still through your story through, through speaking. So anyway, so I, I didn't want to. No, 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 no. Hey, it's deep. <laughs> it's deep, and I and I think that that those are the, the. I think this is the whole the whole beauty of all this is that we're all going through the same purpose, same situation, maybe different ways, and and it's good to be able to hear somebody that you can connect in some sort of way because you're like I feel this way. I want to you know um, accomplish this or this is the route that I'm going. Um, I, I truly believe in auras. You know, I'm a, a huge believer about auras. I'm a huge believer about like certain vibes because um, you do connect to people and, and it's weird, like especially people that, you know, friends or family, people that you know, like there's certain things that um, you you some way connect um, and it's a beauty because like it's not often, you know what I mean? Especially mm -hmm. with this whole world, like polluted with social media, um, different types of, of um, distractions that, you know, you go to a restaurant and you see everybody on their phone, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. when, when we're missing out on the whole like spark, you know, of being able to connect as human beings and be able to empower each other because, um, you know, there's so much knowledge that we can, you know, be given each other that um, we leave it to Wikipedia. <laughs> and I don't know about that, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like there's there's a lot more to learn from a life lesson than to you know a, a simple google search you know so <laughs> right. like it's, it's it's pretty cool like it's that it's that 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 community of learning is what we're missing you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying those interpersonal skills and that's the whole reason why we we created this platform you know what i'm saying because we may think we're the smartest the brightest tools in the shed but hearing somebody else's story and being able to relate to that story and learning from their experience can also enhance our experience, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but, 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 but you see, like, I think this is the part where the world is kind of wrong in it because, for example, like right now you're just like, you know what I'm talking about. Like, you know what I mean? You don't want to seem too invasive of what you're saying, right? Mm -hmm. But the reality is, is, is that it should be okay because the, the the deep and passionate and and very in tune um, things that we think sometimes we gotta let them out because th that's what kind of uh, you empathize. You know what I mean? You you're able to connect to a certain level where um, as you know, because sometimes people will be like, "Oh my God, you're just too much right now." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to drink this beer, like you know, and mm -hmm. like sometimes like him, like when I talk to him, he's like so disconnect, 
And then I'm just like, oh my god, he probably thinks <laughs> he probably thinks that I'm just being too much. Like I, I'm, I'm overreacting. But I'm like, no, bro. Like I understand you thought about this like Wednesday, but I'm thinking about it today, and I just like want to talk about it. And I think that that's the part where sometimes you come off crazy or you come off like, oh my god, dude, just, this dude just needs to shut up. Like no, he needs to speak. That this person needs to like um, express themselves because those are the thoughts that are critical moments because I think life is all about that one moment. Mm -hmm. Anything can change in that one moment, mm -hmm. you know? Nothing's for sure. We can't guarantee tomorrow we're gonna live a certain way or whatever. Everything is that one moment. Either you could be the best moment of your life or it could be the worst one. And it's just a matter of how to navigate through those choppy waters. And mm -hmm. it's, I don't know, I, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you, I feel you. Yeah. He, he's into that stuff. That big, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I, I just, I've never really, you know, broken out the book or the signs and stuff like that and did any studies on it. Mm -hmm. But it's just, it's amazing because if I have any interest in it, it's because of him. Because he'd be like, oh, what's that? Yeah, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, bro, oh, you know me like a book now? Oh, you my mama <laughs> right. now, right? You my mama, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But let's, let's, let's take it back a bit to, to some of your your outstanding um, experiences. I know you just got off the road. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that. Where did you go? What are you involved with? Can we talk about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm in the middle of um, doing several different projects right now. Um, I perform with the orchestra. Um, so the show, well, there's two shows. There's a show called Dancing in the Street, and there's another show called Men of Soul. And it's like three of us, and we go out and we perform with different orchestras in whatever city we're in. And so I do that. Aside from that, I have a couple of concerts that I do higher and higher. There's one show that I do that features like some of Jackie Wilson's music and other like music from the Motown era and stuff like that. Um, I just found out that my Jackie Wilson show is going to headline the National Black Theater Festival um, this year. Um, so that show is called The Eve of Jackie. It's like a look at Jackie Wilson on his final performance. So I just found out I'm going to be doing that this summer. So I'm excited congrats, about that. Congrats. I'm going to add final performance, though, because I'm, you know, I'm like, okay. Because yeah. that show, like with the orchestra shows, I get a little bit spoiled because I can like just stand still and, you know, hold a note or something and do like this. Right. Never, right. you know. Right, right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You North Carolina Symphony, whatever. It's like, right, you know right. what I mean? But the Jackie show, I have to like stretch and, right. you know, warm up and do splits and stuff like that. And, and I'd be like, okay, all right. This, I'm like, so I'm like, okay, all right. National Black Theater Festival in West Salem, North Carolina, y'all get this one more time. Yeah, and yeah. then we're going to close that chapter and I'm going to stand still and sing moving on. You know, right, so that's, that's that. And um, the I'm enjoying making the content and just sharing things. I also am a coach. I have several students that I coach. Um, both voice and acting. Um, I have several workshops that I lead from time to time. So um, then I'm working on the album. Uh, album is called Retrograde. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I peaked. I oh, peaked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's coming out soon. And I have merch um, that has the, you know, the Crescent Moon, which is a retrograde sign for the album, but then also the 12 different zodiac signs in four different colors. So there's, nice. there's a lot, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. That's that's congrats. I mean, that's that's dope. That's dope. I'm looking forward to see that. You're like, you know, like it's kind of like one of those moments where you get back from the summer, 
and your teacher say, all right, everybody stand up in class and let's, what did you do for the summer? <laughs> and then he tells his story and they're like, all right, Andrew, you next. And I don't want to stand up because I can't even, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't even compete about what he just said. But no, nah, man, it's, it's amazing. Uh, what you've been able to achieve and like I, I'm inspired man congratulations on everything that you know thank you God is attitude man yeah. like I could see it like it, it's it, it's it's a prime example of like your approach you know and um keep doing what you're doing man you're about to do big things I could I can sense it like your vibes it's it, it's <laughs> like um you know pure and 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 like you know they're like who you know what I mean mm -hmm. they're like mm -hmm sparkling and shit so that's that's the type of that's the type of thing that like you know what i mean it's it's easy to have hard to maintain you mm -hmm. know what i mean and um uh like like i said you know uh, from watching and following your your social media platform and everything and meeting you face to face you know i don't see no difference i, I see the mm -hmm. same energy right. and and congrats about that i think that's very you know it's very admirable so thank you yeah i try to be you know offer something that's useful and valuable, but at the same time, authentic, right? So I, I, I hate those positive vibes only people and all Hallmark, that kind of stuff. Hallmark cards, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, no, up. no, like, no. So like sometimes I'll share like, hey, this is what I went through or this is what I'm going through or whatever, you know, just to keep it, to keep it balanced. Because a lot of times we see, you know, a person's highlight reel on the social media platform, right? We don't know the other side of what it took for them to get there, right? Or the process. And so, um, so thank you for that. And I love the work that you all are doing. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for having me. Um, I first heard you all through Gabby Whiting. So, like, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, shout out to Gabby. Gabby, bro, Gabby. Um, but Legit. thank you for um, for having me here. I'm just, I'm, I'm no, grateful for yeah, sure. Yeah. And and I could see it like Gabby, same energy, same energy. It's just that spark, you know that that um, you know. I'm just trying to live life at its fullest, and that's mm -hmm. dope. That's pretty dope. Like I could do that for like three hours, and then later <laughs> on, like I, I might need a nap, and then hope to God that I wake up in the same like mood. The same, you know? Yeah. yeah, that's that's crazy. Now, do you have a preference? Would you uh, do you prefer being in the studio on stage? Would you rather be doing a future film? It's all seasonal for me, right? I've been having. <laughs> trouble identifying like what do you want to do most you know what I mean like, like what do you consider yourself and I'm like I don't know so it's seasonal so like sometimes I'll focus more on being in the studio and then other times you know then when that's done I'm like okay well time to move on to the next thing okay I want to my goal is to continue to be a multidisciplined artist you know kind of like um the duality of Donald Glover and Childish Gambino right, right. so Donald Glover is the comedian the actor the director, you know, the creative, and then Childish Gambino is a recording artist. Um, so how I look at it is Chester Gregory is the the actor, now growing, um, you know, content creator um, and singer and all of those things. But then Chess is my artistic expression that I want to express when I record. And we throw away all the Broadway stuff and all that, and we just focus on what I want to say musically, which is nothing like some of the Chester Gregory stuff or whatever. I'm like, you know, people like, what used to get me was, um, <laughs> people like, I play your music all the time. I love your music. I'm like, wow, I'm like, thank you so much. Like, I'm like, out of curiosity, what, like, what song, you know? And they'd be like, Tarzan. And I'm like, that ain't me, but thank you. you know? Like, that, them checks go right to Disney when you, when you, when you stream or, or buy that. And so, like, so having chess, 
um, as an acronym also, but like having chess allows me to really live in the lane that I want to create, you know, the lane that loves Dilla, that loves like a lot of the independent artists, Georgia and Muldrow and whatever else, you know, and just really say what I need to say without any confines of like thinking about what I've done before or like, you know what I mean, or the fact that I'm on children's soundtracks. It's like, okay, no, this song might have some cussing in it. You know what I mean? Right. So like the kind of thing. So so in one word, how would you how would you like to be described in the industry? Artist. I'm just an artist. Simple. Yeah. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. That's all we gotta do. This is yeah. like a super deep conversation. <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't think I was ready. I don't think I was ready for this, man. But like, man, okay. I'm just like I'm like fanning out. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just dope. Like to me, I, I find I have such appreciation for someone, and I think we, we spoke about this, for someone able to earn a living doing something that they love. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I, for, I'm still searching for that. You know what I'm saying? And that's why we're doing what we're doing. You know? Like, it's cool. You can work a nine to five, and maybe that's all you see for yourself. Mm-hmm. But that's not all I see for myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's so much more out there. So when I come across people and they be like, yo, when work doesn't actually feel like work and you're still earning a living and able to support yourself, like, dude, that's, to me, that's like dream come true, man. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's amazing to hear your story and, and to, like, man, like, you doing it. You know what I'm saying? You Thank you, man. I, I, I appreciate that. You know, it's every day is a, you know, and I still be doubting myself quite a bit and thinking about like mistakes I've made and all of that stuff. And then I think the power behind it and this stage that I'm in now is just really being transparent with it all and authentic and being like, and I think that's one thing too that I feel like a lot of us have gotten from living through a pandemic. It's like, okay, if you didn't learn nothing about yourself in this whole time where you had to sit by yourself at some point, at least three months, then, you know what I mean? And so, but not everybody did the shadow work. Not everybody looked at themselves in the mirror to really say, okay, mm, let me let me use this time to get better. And so, um, it kind of it kind of yeah. te- tested everybody's character. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like I know I could speak for myself. I mean, I know the pandemic. Um, you know, uh, I, I lost my mother through the pandemic. You oh, know, sorry, and, yeah, yeah. and and you know uh, the whole. Um, transition of of adapting to life and then having you know a loss of a family member and especially a a, a a very important family member obviously the the foundation of where you're coming from um to me i i i i analyzed everything and i can look back at it and say you know what all this was a blessing even though it was painful you know you you like you said if you didn't learn from that then you're you might as well just go and like you know, go to a bridge and just jump off because <laughs> I'm just saying it's not going to get any better. You know what I mean? Like, I, I hate to say that, you know what I mean? But it, it's true. Sometimes you need that raw reality. And from every loss, there's a new beginning, you mm-hmm. know, and you have to um, appreciate those moments because um, humbling yourself, it's it's not, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's understanding that, um, there's a bigger, there's a, a, a bigger plan, bigger than you, and there's more to it in life than to, you know, be um, 
you know, just bullshitting yourself, you know? Yeah. You're, we're here to serve. We're here mm -hmm. to serve others in whatever capacity we can, whether it, it would be entertainment, whether it be, um, you know, helping someone go through some tough, you know, uh, tough situations. You know, we're here to serve others and, and then, you know, be able to make a name for ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it's... And I didn't mean about the whole jump yourself. Jump no, I got that. But, but, like, right, right, but I'm just saying, no, no, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It, it's like, you know, we all need that. We all yeah. need that reality check. As, mu as much as it hurts and as much as it's painful, you know, um, there's always going to be something bigger. You know, life goes on with or without you, you know? So, mm -hmm. I mean, but you both have, like, touched on that, that, that look in the mirror, that mm -hmm. seeing that reflection. And you touched on that, that resiliency builds that character. But I think oftentimes people are afraid to look in that mirror because they're afraid of what they might reveal mm -hmm. about themselves. You know, what and I'm that's saying? the hard part. That's yeah. when you when you okay. And I can touch uh, talk about it because you know, like I'm going through it right now personally. You know, but I just feel like when you're able to acknowledge your shortcomings, right? It's more, it's not, it's not about criticizing yourself or making yourself feel like why this is wrong. But the simple fact that because of this, you know, your reaction could, could be leading to something different. So if you acknowledge that, then at that point, you're able to be self-conscious of what your capability is and what route is better as far as to to give you that peace of mind and to to at least be able to control your emotions because we're all like it's like all all humans are addicted to drama they're addicted to <laughs> to passion they're addicted to all these things and sometimes um things can be very black and white and, and we choose not to see it that way because we're emotionally invested in whatever you know we're stressing about but mm. if we take all that out of the equation that's why you know you have sound baths or you have you know awayasca or you have certain um you know natural stuff that that kind of connect you to you mm -hmm. you know and i think that that's the part where with everything that's going on i think um you know god is telling us like connect you know connect with you mm -hmm. not, not necessarily you don't have to connect with the world and everything but as long as you're connected and you can um you know transfer that energy to other people then you know you're doing your good deed in, in this world right mm -hmm. and that's why i feel like the stuff that you that you you know whether people want to believe it or not it's it's a way of con connecting with people and saying hey may maybe i do maybe i am stubborn <laughs> you know what i mean or maybe <laughs> i have like feeling some type of thing and you know and it's all about accountability you know what mm -hmm. i mean right. once that it's once that out of the way then it's more you know, uh, smooth selling from there, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they, they talk about that subject a little bit in this book called Big Magic, where it's like, um, the author talks about, she's like, yeah, um, I know that you're doing your art, you know, to, to heal me. Please don't. Mm. Don't try to heal me with your art, with something you think that I need. Create your art for your own healing. And then those who it resonates with, including me, will then connect to it. And so I think that's been like one of the most uh, powerful kind of like realizations I had when I was reading that book. Cause I was like, oh yeah, I wanna, yeah, I wanna, I wanna heal. I wanna this, I wanna that, you know, and not addressing my own shit since we've been cussing. <laughs> I ain't been cussing that. So like, I'm like, oh, I, 
oh, I've got some shit. I need to heal. I got, uh, <laughs> uh, mm, let me, you know what I mean? And then when I started to address that and do that, then I saw that it, you know, that it resonated. But then also when I did that, right, I think life is also about a constant process of letting, learning to let go over yeah. and over and, and over, over again. And so I let go of what any type of outcome. And then the minute I did that, it put me in a different position, a more powerful position to say, all right, this is what it is. And then from that, ironically, something happens when you are not asking and you let go of whatever outcome you think is supposed to be. People are then drawn to it because you're automatically in a more powerful position. Mm. Bad game. 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 Well, hey, ladies and gentlemen. If you could drop uh, the mic on that, yeah, like, drop, I would, that would have been on that one. Don't straight drop. up. Like. <laughs> All right, but ladies and gentlemen, we're coming to the uh, the end of our show. As always, I open up the table and our microphone to our guests and to our co-hosts. Uh, before we get into that, uh, Mr. Chester Gregory, thank you for being here. Um, what's, on the, what's on the horizons for you? Where can we find you? What we got coming up? What should we be on the lookout for? I'm on all social media platforms. My handle is Chester Gregory. Sometimes people put an O in my name. C-H-E-S-T-O-R. It's not O-R. It's Chester. <laughs> right, Chester. Chester Gregory. It's Chester Gregory. C-H-E-S-T-E-R Gregory. Um, all social media platforms. Um, I'm continuing to do concerts. I headline the National Black Theater Festival. Got music. Um, I'm just, you know, living every day you know, aiming to be better than I was yesterday and expressing myself artistically to share something with you as I address my own healing. Right. And hopefully that resonates with you, whatever will. Awesome. GQ Nesto. Uh, I just want to thank everybody, um, all our listeners. Um, I hope, you know, this episode kind of uh, shines a light in a lot of things that we're going through. You know, it's okay to get help. It's okay to, like, talk about things, you know, and, and um there's nothing wrong with with you know um acknowledging uh reality you know what i mean it is what it is not what you think it is so um thank you for listening uh please subscribe any you know comments or anything will be greatly appreciated and uh stay tuned for more more content for sure so and once again i'm your boy drew we are option forward we love you we thank you we appreciate the love and support we out peace